Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Inspiring Thoughts podcast. Uh, we're very lucky this week to have Jane Robinson with us. Uh, and Jane's an RTT therapist stroke practitioner. She's a trauma-informed coach uh, and also a narcissist abuse specialist. So, Jane, great to have you on board today. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really oh, excited to be here. Yeah, very welcome. Uh, and now, Jane, people are going to ask me straight away, where is your lovely accent from? I'm from Australia. I live just outside of Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Oh, wonderful. So uh, is it, I think it's early in the morning for me and it's late in the afternoon for you at the moment, isn't it? Yes, it's late in the afternoon for me. Wonderful. So, Jane, thank you so much. So Jane's had questions in advance today. So to do some preparation for kind of our, our kind of our podcast. So, Jane, before we get into the questions, would you mind just telling our listeners just about your brief career history? Yes, certainly. So I'm, as you said, I do RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy. I'm a trauma-informed coach specialising in narcissistic abuse recovery. Uh, I'm also doing brain spotting, um, which I've been really excited to get involved with. And But prior to that, I've had sort of a, a little bit of an up-and-down career in, in as far as the healing arts go. I started in kinesiology in the early 80s and then didn't do that for a while, having children and all that sort of stuff and had other jobs. But then once I left um, my sort of corporate career, I got back into the kinesiology. I also did uh, Touch for Health instruction, teaching people how to do basic kinesiology. And then I did Bowen therapy, which is another sort of form of muscle therapy, um, an Australian-developed thing from many years ago. And did, um, what else did I do? Theta healing and, you know, all different sort of things, sort of moving into, you know, all different sort of modalities. And then that all went by the by. And then after I came out of a narcissistic marriage several years ago, found that I wanted to find some way to help myself. And it was during COVID, so everything was in lockdown and it was very difficult to get any form of help or support so it was basically I decided well if I'm going to spend time and money on getting help let's do it from a from a learning perspective so that was when I decided to do the rapid transformational therapy so I did that with Marissa Peer online and that's been an amazing journey for me because it's opened up so many other things as I say the trauma-informed coaching narcissistic abuse specialist and also the brain spotting. So it's sort of been one of those beautiful things that's just created more, more and more momentum for me to learn more and understand. And so now um, I just have a very small practice at home. I run my business from home and working with um, people for all different all different sorts of things. And, and the beauty now is that I can incorporate the RTT, the trauma-informed coaching, the narcissistic abuse specialist, and um, and the brain spotting and you can sort of just incorporate all of that which is which is really wonderful just sort of you know depending on where people are at yeah and and what they're needing so you can make it more bespoke yeah. that and that's the key and i remember when we spoke before i think a, a good month or so ago around um, and i can still pick up on your passion now to really kind of um, help from that mind and body perspective um, to help people move forward and that that really touched me before was 
about going from the present to the future rather than staying in the past. I think that was really yes. important for me when we spoke. Yes, yes. And and the thing is that with um, rapid transformational therapy, it it's a form of hypnotherapy. It's something that Marissa developed, hypnotherapy. But, you know, there's certain processes that this the rapid transformational therapy goes through that brings people back to where the root cause is. And so often what happens with us, whether it's in our work life, in our personal life, whether that be um, intimate relationships, family, work colleagues, all that sort of thing, that a lot of those triggers and stuff will be coming from an experience in childhood or, or somewhere that we haven't actually really understood or that we're consciously aware of, you know, because it's quite deep, you know, deep within within our consciousness. So we're being triggered and we're reacting rather than um, responding and we don't really understand why or why we attract certain things too because, you know, and it's all to do with our self-worth and, you know, how we've been brought up, what well, you know, you know, lots of different variants, but it really is more with the, with the rapid transformational therapy. It gives people an opportunity to sort of relax and go into and they'll, and, and often people will, you know, once they've had, you know, I mean, the hypnotherapy, it's not like you see in Hollywood and, you know, yeah. turning people into dogs and frogs and all that sort of thing. It's really just a relaxation of the nervous system and so allowing that bypassing of the conscious into the subconscious and people come and go, wow, you know, I've, I've never thought about that again or I'd forgotten about that or, you know, whatever. So, you know, it really is a beautiful way for people to sort of really understand why they're having these issues, whether it's a phobia or, or um, relationship difficulties or, or whatever. It sort of gives them that opportunity to say, oh, okay, and this is how the brain functions and it's actually not my fault. You know, my brain's just here to try and protect me from these things. So it, it, it's working to help us, but it doesn't always do the best for us, if that makes sense, you know, for us to be able to deal with everyday life. Yeah, and and I think um, like before, Jane, when you and I spoke, we can go into conversations and go on uh, more and more, which I love, absolutely love. So um, one of the first questions I had was, what does RTT stand for? So you've already said kind of um, rapid transformational therapy, about hypnosis, those kind of things. Is there anything else on there that what RTT is about or what's it mean? Look, I think um, the rapid transformational therapy, you know, it's named that because it is a rapid transformation as opposed to a lot of other maybe hypnotherapies or other therapies. It does give people that transformation that they're looking for because people don't want to spend months, you know, sitting and talking or, you know, and all that sort of stuff. So uh, I think, you know, it, it's actually named because it is... Yeah a transformation that can happen very rapidly yeah yeah it does what it says on the tin doesn't it it that's does, the, it that's does. What, that's, yeah. and, and i think that's the other bit when i've come across people um, that have experienced trauma they want to move forward <laughs> at their pace but a quicker move forward rather than months and years staying yeah. in that kind of that place they want to move out from it but they just don't know how to yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. And, you know, we're always looking for um, that opportunity to to find something that's going to give us that light at the end of the tunnel. We know we don't like where we are, but 
we need something that's going to actually help us to to move forward and once we sort of take that responsibility to to do that and to move into something that that is going to help us and it is going to help us look at things differently or accept things as they are then you know this is where this sort of therapy helps and when would a colleague um or a client use rtt when when would they what would be the ideal thing for them to use it for oh look there's so many things i mean it it, it it's one of those things that you can sort of really probably address many issues that people will come up with so phobias phobias are a, are a good one um people who have phobias of spiders or yeah. flying um heights you know those sorts of things public speaking um that sort of thing you can really sort of help people sort of find you know find that part of them within themselves that can accept you know what's going on um sleeping problems um habits um you just self-confidence and you know a lot of that relationships you know all those sorts of things you know pretty much anything that you know and and often you know trauma from you know childhood experiences or you know um you know someone might have had a workplace accident or a car accident yeah. or something like that you know it can certainly help with that to help sort of alleviate that you know yeah. post-traumatic stress you know and you know i probably use other tools as well for yeah. ptsd or complex ptsd but but the beauty of the RTT is it gets people into a in into a state where they're feeling better about themselves and so that anything else that I might bring in to help them if they're needing more than yeah. just one session, then, you know, we've sort of set that foundation for that healing yeah. to take place. Because mm. I remember you speaking to me before about um, phobias. So I've got phobia of snakes, so I'll be not very good in Australia yeah. uh, from that <laughs> point of view. But um, I think you shared with me with a client before that had a phobia about spiders in the room. Yes, uh, yes. Would you mind, yeah. you, is that okay to share? Well, I know we won't use client names or anything like that, but would you mind yes. to share? Because that, that fascinated me before about what, how you can really help people. Yes. So um, I had this call from this woman um, and she left a me- I didn't answer the phone at the time. I was busy. And uh, next thing I've got this message of her absolutely beside herself saying, you oh, know, can you call me? Can you call me? So I rang her back and um, she'd gone out to her car and there was a big handsome spider, you know, they're about this big. And she she has had a phobia and this woman would be in her 30s. And ever since she's left home, her phobia was so bad that she spent her whole life with a um, spray either in her bag or with it. So she would go from the kitchen to the bathroom with her can of spray in case she encountered a spider. And that wouldn't matter what size that spider was. It could be the tiniest little spider, but she'd freak out. So she'd go to bed and it'd be in her bed with her, you know, she yeah. totally paranoid. So, you know, this she had a really serious spider yeah. phobia. So anyway, so I said to her, I said, oh, look, okay, I can do um, it over. I said, you can come up to me. Or, and she goes, oh, no, I can't drive my car because I can't get back in my car. So anyway, the next, so she calmed down. I gave her some breathing exercises to do. And anyway, as a result, we did a Zoom call the next yeah. morning and um, um, did that. And she goes, oh, am I going to have to think about spiders? And I go, well, 
yes, you are, but I said, you're going to be fine and whatever. Anyway, we yeah. went right back, took her right back to a childhood um, situation where she was in a cot and there was a spider in the cot and she was crying out to her parents and they just thought that she was mucking up, right? She was only yeah. six or eight months old, she thinks. That was sort of what we sort of came up with. And anyhow, so that was her her original encounter that freaked her out and so but of course she doesn't remember that but you know subconscious and she could you know but how she describes what was going on that sort of ascertained what age she was so anyway so that was all fine we did all that she said that she felt really good after the session and and that was good and anyway next day she sends me a text and she says oh i opened my blind this morning and there was a small spider on the window and I just got my spray and I sprayed it and she said, and I just went, oh, okay. She said, whereas normally I'd be like freaking out, grabbing my spray, you know, carrying on. And I said, oh, that's great. And I said, I'm so proud of you. You're doing it. And I've had the best sleep I've had since I can't remember when. And I wow, said, that's yeah. fantastic. So anyway, so then I got a, a message from her about two and a half, three weeks later and she had gone to stay with a friend and there was a big huntsman in the bedroom where she was sleeping up in the corner of, of the room. And she woke up and saw it there and she went, oh, okay, so you're up there. Mm, okay, well, you know, you obviously haven't bothered me or not, so you're not going to bother me now. And she said, and I just got up, went and had a shower, came back in, got dressed in the room and just went, bye, spider, and went home. So she's had no more of that yeah. response now this is a girl who used to take this spray yeah in her handbag so if she went out for dinner even she went to a restaurant or they were sitting outside or to yeah. a barbecue she'd take it because she would be paranoid that there'd be a spider on the table under yeah. the chair whatever so you know it really really helped her so she was absolutely thrilled so and that was just one session one yeah. one session so you know it's not always that miraculous we you know i always say to people Let's just have one session and see how you go. Yeah. But, um, you know, and sometimes people need more than one, but in this instance it was just the one. So yeah. it's changed her life. Yeah. But it's also like that debilitating, isn't it, for her? <clears throat> oh, it is. Absolutely. You know, her heart's racing, you know, her blood yeah. pressure's going up, she's sweating, she's out of yeah. control, can't think, can't, you know, and, and, you know, you can't live your life like that. Yeah. Well, not properly. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and because and, I, I, I enjoyed when he spoke to me before about that story and it just resonates I think for our listeners as well to show what what can be done or to help mm-hmm. people and what would you say are the other benefits of RTT uh, Jane what would you say are the other benefits for people or colleagues to to experience it look I think I think everybody will have you know something that they want to work with and it could be self-confidence it could be I don't know time management you know it depends on what people's work is you know how they're feeling you know and but it really is about coming back into your own self-worth your own self-empowerment and finding you know people know what's restricting them from them being successful in whatever they're wanting to be successful at so you know that could be successful in getting over a phobia but that could be successful as being in a workplace situation or as a parent or as a partner or as a sibling, whatever that is. And so we've all got, you know, things that we think, oh, you know, I'd just like to be better at that or not have yeah. an issue around that or, 
feel more confident about that. You know, like, you know, people, you know, kids going for their driver's licence, you know, that sort of thing, you know, um, people going for exams, tests, that sort of thing. Um, You know, it can really help them to focus and and calm their nervous system down and give them a different self-talk and but also release anything that somewhere in their past has created a doubt, um, a lack of self-confidence or a lack of self-empowerment in that area. So it's it's quite, it's pretty broad, you know, with what you can work with. Yeah. And I think that's the bit for for me is about um, opening up about the RTT was how broad it can be. It's not just one position, let's say work, et cetera. And and the reason why I wanted to talk about the the phobia story is how broad it can help people through trauma uh, and actually going back to their childhoods to really unravel those kind of things and and actually give that person accountability to gain an empowerment that they can own rather than being an external factor being done to. Yes, and and the, the the thing is, and part of the RTT process, which is pretty important, is actually when we go back into where that childhood um, situation may have have been the the cause for yeah. you know something even small or or great, whatever, is that we actually allow the body and the brain, the brain and the body, to work together and to then understand that we're not that five-year-old we're not that nine-year-old because what happens what we find is and it's like this woman with the phobia she's reacting as a six or eight month old baby screaming her head off right now she knows that that spider's not going to kill her or it's not going to hurt her but you see her logic in being able to see that, but it doesn't matter because the emotion that's so tied up in that is so real that she's responding as that eight-month-old baby, if that makes sense. So when we encounter anything, whether it's in work life, our personal life, whatever, when we're doing that, we're we're really responding to where the original, um, that original root caught, we know that original root, started and you know and this but it can also be fantastic for pain management you know people who have um uh injury or pain or um after surgery or from accidents or that sort of thing it can be really marvelous for that you know really helping them to 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 work through that and to manage that pain because somewhere in them there's probably been something in the past or during that actual trauma of the accident that um has created that pain and 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 we take on so much of what other people say right yeah you know oh you know oh my god you're going to be you're going to be in agony for years you know or whatever and you know and so we take them and think oh you know is this ever going to leave me so you know we can actually retrain how we deal with pain and we can we can change that as well so yeah. that's 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 a really that's a really cool one to do as well yeah, no, no, and it's um what other um positive effects would you start to see from or positive behavior from colleagues that have gone through retail sorry uh, rapid transformational therapy what would you what would you see in their behavior or that look i think that they they learn to you know they'll, they'll have more self-confidence more self Good. Self-esteem, 
um, they, they'll, they'll improve their relationships, they'll improve their communication because yeah. it's coming from a much different and a, and a much better part of themselves that's always been there but they haven't necessarily been able to express or felt the confidence or whatever. So, yeah, that self-esteem, self-worth, yeah. all of that sort of thing, it just sort of gives them – um, a little bit more connection with who they are and with the people around them. So that allows them yeah. then to communicate effectively with them also. Yeah, because I, th- I think I love the way that you put there about um, communication, around self-esteem, um, those kind of parts that would help in everyday life. Because a lot of people, even in my world of mediation and conflict resolution, people go, oh, it's nice and hairy, fairy, Steve, and it's all lubby-dubby and all this kind of... It's not. There's a, there's a meaning there to help people progress forward, to be better at their jobs, be more self-confident. You know, those kind of things, that's the purpose of being there. Yes. Um, and it's not just let's all go out and hug a tree, is it, if it makes sense? No. No, no, it's not. And, and you know, in, and we can be told by as many people around us how wonderful we are or how great we are and whatever else. But if we don't know it ourselves, yes. then it, it's not worth much, right? Yeah. And, and so, you know, and that's all very lovely, but it really needs to come from 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 within us. And if we can, you know, find a way to really start to appreciate what our skills, what our value is, you know, and appreciate who we are for what we are, then, you know, we then create a much better environment around us. And then the, the, then I guess the nice things that people compliment us with, you know, then mean something and it's not just, oh, you know, that cynicism of hmm, what do you want or you yeah. probably do, you know, saying that to make me feel better but you sort of have that and 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 to have that confidence and then you know if you are in situations where you're not getting that or you're not getting that support that you've still got that ability to know your worth yes and, and know who you are and and go well you know what that might be your opinion but yeah. you know i have a different opinion and and to not get upset or miffed by that yeah yeah, and I think that's the 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 bit about coping with it. I still see um, people that listen to opinions and get very angry about opinions, or kind of. Whereas actually, that's what humans are about. We have opinions, we have views, but we may not take it or accept it. But it's how we deal with those. Because you know, I really appreciate your opinion. May not be my view, but let's move on from it. We don't have to always argue, defend, and attack. No, no, we don't. And, and you know, and I guess, you know, if you in conflict resolution, you know, conflict can be a good thing. Yes. If, if it's managed, you know, in, in a way that you are accepting of other people's opinions and other people's views, it might not be yours, but have that respect that that's where they're coming from. And this is where you're coming from. And, and you know, that may be very different. But it is what it is, but it doesn't yeah. mean, you know, we have to put the boxing gloves on or yes, anything further than that, really. No, spot on. And where, where else can um, colleagues get help and support for RTT? So how can people contact you, Jane, or how can people get support for that? Yeah, well, I have a, I have a website and um, and which is um, janerobinson.com.au. Um, and I um, 
but you know, RTT. I'm on. I'm on uh, LinkedIn. I'm on um, Facebook, Instagram. I've got you know that sort of thing. And but um, I, you know, and 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 the beauty is that you can do it anywhere because I can do it over yes. over Zoom. So you know, it doesn't mean that people have to physically come come to me. And one of the one of the things that I will mention with the RTT that you know that's quite different to other hypnotherapies yeah. is that um, through the session and it, it, so people fill out an intake form, right, and they give me yeah. all their history and all that sort of stuff of what they're wanting to work with and, and yeah. we go back and then as part of that, at the end of the session, I then do a recording for them which they listen to each night yeah. for at least a minimum of 21 days because that's what retrains yeah. the brain and the and the self-talk and into the positive, and that's one of the beauties of the RTT, and that's why, and it just keeps, you know, keeps on keeping that new train of thought going. And then if you fall asleep, it doesn't matter because your subconscious is still listening. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And that's um the bit about I was just going to say what what other process would people go through? But they have a good intake form, then the work you do with them, and then they've also got the recordings afterwards to listen to to help that 21 days that neuro pathway to really yeah, help embed yeah. so that changes that the belief system and yeah. you know part of the intake form is you know getting as much information as I can but it's also the wording because when people fill out an intake form they're using their own language so if people are using their own language that's how they speak to themselves right yeah so the beauty of this is, you know, you make it very, as I say, every everyone's bespoke. And so as a part of that, I'm using their language. So that's what they would be, that's yes. how they would be talking to themselves. And that becomes the, the, the key as far as yeah. I'm concerned. It's not just a rote, you know, yeah. you are enough and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It, it, it's very much right into exactly what they've put on their intake form, what outcome they're wanting, what what results they're wanting to have. And if you're using their language, then their brain is actually going to take that yeah. in a lot easier than if I'm using words that they wouldn't normally use yeah. or talk to themselves with. Yeah. And that, and that's, <clears throat> excuse me, in the same line of work as, as me, that recently I had a, a mediation with two colleagues and the language was not the language I would use, but they could relate to. So I had to adapt my style so that they could, you know, understand what we were talking about. It could land with them. Whereas if I'd have come across as what I call Queen's English, yes, it, 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 nobody would have understood it. Even I would have looked staged and non-genuine. So yes. um, I just think it's really, I really love that. I think it's very clever to connect with the colleagues in their language, that they can hear those words. They, yeah. they, they Their neural pathways connect rather than, I've got no idea what Jane's talking about here and it, it doesn't make yeah. sense. I think that's very clever. Yeah, really good. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, it's time-consuming. Yeah. Um, but having said that, that's, in in my in my point of view, that's what really brings the results because you're really connecting with yeah. that person. And, you know, people will often say, you know, we'll all say that, you know, the way we talk to ourselves, if we had a friend that spoke to us like that, they wouldn't be our friend for very long. Yes. So. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we've got to change that 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 self-talk. 
but we need to do it in a language that we yeah. that we understand. Yeah. And, and I think that's the, the bit you're going to be leaving me with today is that we, we, we wouldn't have a friend that would speak to us like this, but we seem to put up with how we talk to ourselves like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really, We're really good. Always hard on ourselves. Yeah. And um, being nosy, our listeners um, always ask me uh, what kind of our self-development our colleagues are working on. Or So what, what I know you've done some stuff already. You've just really travelled um, back to England. But what, what's your personal development for 2023, Jane? Look, I think it's just, for me, it's really more about learning how I can use my skills, my tools, learn more yeah. so that I can develop more, more skills, more tools, and and more abilities to be able to make what I do for people even better and more transformative and 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 of course and at the end of the day Stephen while I'm doing that that does that for me as well right so yeah so it's a win-win yeah yeah so can I just say a big big thank you today Jane for coming on I really really appreciate it and I know you and I could talk for hours when we met before uh, I know this is a subject I find fascinating um, but I'm leaving on today about and, and this is the bit that I found so um, engaging with yourself about positive moving forward how you're tailoring it to your clients and the, and, and the positive impact is about that self-confidence self-esteem um, and, it, and we've all been affected through trauma in one way shape in our lives so it's, yes. it's not a taboo subject it's something that actually to some a specialist like yourself to help get it out and to move forward and the difference is phenomenal isn't it absolutely phenomenal what people can achieve Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And, you know, and I think that uh, a lot of people even coming out of the COVID situation with the lockdowns and the changing, you know, um, how we worked, how our family, schooling, kids, whatever, I, I think, you know, there's still a lot of trauma involved in that and people sort of trying to get back to being social again, to being interactive, communicating, because it really was you know, it wasn't just something that happened to one place. It happened yes. worldwide, you know, and and I think that, you know, there's a lot of work to be done with that and it might yeah. only seem small, but it, yeah. it, it has had an, a massive, massive impact on how people are communicating and living their life and or not. Yes, yeah, no, spot, spot on, spot on. Um, so can I just say, Jane, a massive thank you today. Really, really appreciate joining. And I know our paths will cross again uh, in the future. So I really appreciate it. So, <laughs> Jane, just enjoy the rest of your day. But thank you so much for joining thank our Inspiring Thoughts podcast. Uh, and I look forward so to speaking to you soon. Me. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you.